What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Light. As always, this is your host, Mary Van Amy. So before I get started with this week's episode, which I know y'all are going to love, um, I do want to let you know that the podcast is officially available on all podcast platforms. Seems like most of y'all listen with the Apple Podcast app and Spotify, but it is on Stitcher and all those other places. So whatever app you have, you can search Chasing Light and it will pop up. So that way, you know, you don't have to have another app because who wants more storage on their phone taken up? Um, and that being said, I did go ahead and create a Gmail account for the podcast because I want y'all to hold me accountable and I want you to correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know everything and if it's something that I haven't personally experienced that I'm talking about on the podcast, I am researching it, I am looking at factual information, but I'm not perfect. So if I'm not explaining something well enough or fully enough or there are gaps that need to be filled, I want to know. And, you know, I want to know if you relate to something or you've had a personal experience. So if any of that kind of sparks your interest or you think, hey, maybe, you know, she doesn't know that I want to tell her, you can go ahead and send it into chasinglightpodcast at gmail.com because my intention with that obviously is to have you guys hold me accountable to share your experiences with me, but also to be able to check on that before I sit down to record for the week. So that if there is something that I need to clarify or, you know, do whatever with, I can take care of that in the beginning of the next week's episode. And since you guys have been so supportive and actively listening and sharing and sending episodes to your friends and just reaching out to me and letting me know how it's touched you, I want to go ahead and start organizing a small monthly giveaway for the listeners because without you guys, it wouldn't even be possible and it took me forever to gain the courage to do this in the first place. So the last thing that I want is something silly happening where, you know, for whatever reason, I feel like it's not worth it to record anymore. So I want to be able to give back to you guys because your support goes such a long way and I truly am just literally every single day overwhelmed by the love and support toward the podcast. So if you are a brand or a small business that's listening and you are interested in participating in the giveaway, go ahead and email me. Again, it's chasinglightpodcast at gmail and let me know because I would love to collaborate and just spread the support and, you know, brands out to other people because, you know, it means a lot to me and I know that it would mean a lot to other people as well. So if you're interested in that opportunity, definitely let me know. But I think everyone's going to like that. And who doesn't like free shit? So I promise they will be good. They will be small, but they will be thoughtful and meaningful. And, you know, I realize I can't do a whole lot to touch your daily lives other than speaking freely and openly on the podcast. So I thought that doing um, a monthly giveaway would be something that, you know, everyone would enjoy. So I have been getting tons and tons of questions about moving to Texas since I put the post on Instagram saying it was happening until even like two days ago, people still asking me so many questions. And I wrote a post about it on my blog and many of y'all would rather listen than read. So I figured this would be perfect because I have encountered a number of people within the last couple of weeks saying that they want to move, they are preparing to move or they're thinking about it. And I just want y'all to hear what I have to say because if anybody... If any, if I can move cross country, anybody can, let me just tell you, because I grew up in a very like family oriented house and my grandparents have always lived two, three blocks away from my parents in the exact same neighborhood. At one point, my aunt was in the same neighborhood and my cousins before they went off to college were in the same neighborhood. We had 
um, an extension of cousins in the neighborhood across from us, you know, and they still live there. But, you know, for the majority of my life, there have been very few people in my family that haven't lived in my neighborhood. So to be over a thousand miles away from all of that is hard. Yes. But that doesn't mean that it's not worth it to be that far away. So I, when I was growing up, I just remember always thinking, oh, how cool it would be to visit Florida or to go see the mountains or to go to the ocean or, oh, maybe one day I can go to Australia when I'm 50 years old. Like I always thought about going places, but I never consciously, physically, emotionally ever thought of myself packing up and living in another place. I always thought I'd be down the street from my parents and, you know, just staying close to everybody because that, you know, that's familiar and it's comfortable and If you're someone that feels that way, I get it because I used to feel that way. But I do have to say that stepping outside of that comfort zone and allowing yourself to be uncomfortable, to be uncertain and to be scared really does pay off in a number of ways. And one of the things that I've been asked is, well, why Texas? And it's very simple. And it's because my boyfriend is in construction and you have to go where the business is booming. Like you... There's only so much you can do in South Bend and there's only so much you can do in Indiana in general when it comes to infrastructure and construction. A lot of it is road work. So what he's interested in is like residential and like multi-unit residencies. So like the complex that we're currently living in is a townhouse community. It's things like that that he wants to be involved in. So I knew for, I would say safely the last two and a half, maybe three years that we would be moving. And Steven and I have been together for almost four years. So for the majority of our relationship, I have been preparing myself for the move and preparing my family for the possibility of it happening because with construction, like I said, you gotta go where the business is. So I couldn't say no and expect Steven, one, to be happy because you know the career he chose, he is so in love with. But also, you know, I couldn't expect to have any sort of fulfilling life if I wasn't going to be willing to step out of the box that is South Bend. So, you know, when it came time for us to actually start figuring out what options we had, he asked for my input entirely. Like he found his company like many, many, many undergraduates do through a job fair at Purdue. And he fell in love with them instantly. Like he came home and was telling me all about them and the things and the conversations they were having. And then it was like not even a week later that this company was sending him gear and all of this free stuff to try and, you know, kind of sauce the deal up a little bit and get him interested. So I could tell that it was going to be a really good fit from the get go. But the one thing is that they had a main office in Terre Haute. They had some stuff going on in the Indy area, but then they also needed people to come to the Houston office. And when he said Houston, I was like, oh my God, we might be moving to Texas. So at that point, that's when it got really real for me. But the one thing is that he didn't necessarily have to because it's his career, but he asked me for my input and where I would be comfortable going. And I shit you not, Texas was the only state that was far away that I was like, okay, let's go. My other options were like, oh, I'd be cool with Tennessee. You know, Michigan would be cool. It's really pretty up there. Fuck the winter, but otherwise it's really pretty. I'd be cool even like in one of the Carolinas and making a 10-hour drive home. Like, that was close enough for me. But for whatever reason, Texas stood out. And even Steven was like, "Um, so... Texas, but like you're not willing to go out to Colorado because there was a company in Colorado that he was interested in as well. 
And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I couldn't really explain to him why I was pulled toward Texas, but I wasn't going to be willing to go out west anywhere. And I feel like I'm still trying to figure that out. But, you know, I'm sitting here. It's Friday and I'm in our bedroom. He's at work. And something still feels so right about being here. Like, if you're not following on Instagram, just two days ago, I got home from my like four day trip up in South Bend. And like, it was amazing to be there. My nephew, by the time you're listening to this, is three weeks old. And, you know, there are just so many exciting things happening in my family that I don't get to physically be part of because I'm here. So yesterday was really hard. Valentine's Day, I just was overly emotional. My hormones were all over the place. But I just kept thinking, oh my God, like there's so many things like his baptism and, you know, he's going to start crawling and rolling over in a couple of months and like I won't be able to be there for that. So it's things like that that are hard, but like ultimately it's been easy to make the transition just because I had so long to hype myself up for it. And, you know, my family did too. And that's one thing that I thought was really going to make it harder was that my parents wouldn't be able to keep it together. But now the uh, the thought of them moving down here is on the horizon. So I'm hoping that that happens within the, within the next couple of years, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, <laughs> if you live away from your parents, then you kind of know the struggle. But, you know, if you are from my area, which is South Bend, it's very much this town that people get caught up in the cycles. They get caught up in the normalcy, the comfortableness, all of that. And I see a lot of people saying, like literally saying to me, oh, I wish I could do that. Oh, I want to move so bad. Oh, it looks so awesome where you are. I hate where I live. Like you do realize that you have the power to make that change, right? And no one else can do that for you. So I understand how you might feel scared or how it might feel very uncomfortable to step into a place that you know nothing about. But listen, we moved blindly, okay? I had never been to Texas. I didn't even know how big Texas was really until I got here. I saw us on a map and I had to keep zooming out to see the rest of the state. Like I literally did not understand the enormity of Texas. We didn't get to tour our townhouse before we signed a lease. We didn't get to do any of that. We didn't have any friends down there that could let us know about the area. We just moved. And I shit you not, it has not, like, I, it could not have worked out any better than it has. And I mean that genuinely. We are in a beautiful area. We are surrounded by nature and we have city life too. Like, our dogs are so much happier. Steven and I are so much happier. The sun shines every single day. And it's just incredible. I remember the first week we were driving around, and Steven and I, like, anywhere we went for the first couple of weeks, we just would stop dead in our tracks and look at each other and say, we live here. This is our home, and we are here. This is where we live, and we don't have to leave in another couple of months. Because that was the thing for us. You know, Stephen would, when we first got together, he was living in Chicago for an internship and traveling home on the weekends to see me. And then the next year, he had a local job. And then the year after that, we were gone again in Illinois for construction. And then the year after that, he had a local internship. And now we're here in freaking Texas. So we've had to go where the work is at. But never in my wildest dreams did I think that we would be here in Texas. But like point being, 
we're here if we want to be here. We can settle down here if that's what we want to do. We don't have to up and leave after three months. And thank God, because I don't think either one of us want to move any of this furniture out of this townhouse ever again. The next time we move, we are hiring a company to do it for us. But I remember driving, I think we were going to the mall or we were coming home from the mall, which by the way, oh my God, the mall in Mishawaka does not even compare. Um, But I remember looking at Steven and just taking in all of the nature and like seeing water on our drive and saying to him, this is the perfect mix of everything I didn't know I needed. And I always, always, always told him that if I were ever going to move in my wildest dreams, which sometimes I didn't think was going to happen, I would have to move to a place where it would be a short distance from the water and a short distance from the city life. I needed both of those in order for me to be happy. And here I am in a place where the two literally intertwine in the most beautiful, breathtaking way. Like, we were meant to come to the area that we are in. Without a doubt in my mind, we were meant to be here. And let me just tell you how distracting it is to have two little dogs that are your shadows that just want to be part of everything you're doing. Like, if Chewie could talk, he'd be talking on this episode right now. But I do want to just address some of the common questions that I've had, one of which I just explained was why Texas, because hello, we had to move to the work. But um, another one is where do you live? And this is kind of difficult because, like I said, I didn't realize how massive Texas was until I looked this up on a map and kept zooming out. But we are about 45 miles north of Houston, which pretty much is about 45 minutes from Houston, um, like the downtown. So we are in between Conroe and the Woodlands, but we are more on the Woodlands side. So we're in like a pretty bougie area, Um, but it's close to everything. So like I said, we're a short drive from the uh, downtown Houston area. But we're also just a little over an hour from Galveston and the freaking Gulf of Mexico. So we're very close to the ocean. We're actually surrounded by a state forest, too. And about, I don't know, 20 or so miles north of where we're at is Sam Houston National Park, National Forest. I think you can say it either way. Not quite sure. But at any rate, (laughs) that is just north of us. And around us is like the W.G. Jones State Park. And it's so cool. Like, Potato Creek is a cool park up in, you know, the South Bend North Liberty area. But there is nothing that compares to going to this park. It is like a dream. And it's, if you are a reader like me, it's pretty much like the forest, lake, like, mysterious kind of setting that you could, like, plop yourself in for, like, a true crime detective book. Like, It has some of that creepy feel to it, but it is the most beautiful place I have ever walked in in my life. So that is not even five minutes from us. So we are, it is just, oh my God, I don't even have the words. It is amazing. If you can't tell, like (laughs) I just keep saying the same thing. It is amazing and it is nothing compared to the things that I have known in South Bend and thank God that this happened and I had to move because I like there is a whole other world out there that you have no idea about and you have no idea how beautiful it is, the opportunities that you have or the things that you will experience until you are out doing it. So another one of the questions um, I got is, is it hard being away from family and how did they take it or how are they handling it? 
And honestly, I think that we all kind of put on a brave face. You know, my family is Steven's family. It is our family. And it's hard for them to be away from him, too, because, you know, I was up there visiting and he hasn't met our nephew yet. And, you know, neither of us will get to go to his baptism. There are just things like that that we're missing out on. But because of his career, he's going to have to miss out on more things than me. And right now I'm not working. Um, I'm going to be going back to my old retail job just to have income for the time being because I'm not finding anything that's fulfilling or worthwhile or that I'm qualified for. So I have a little bit more leisure and I have a little bit more freedom in getting to go visit my family. And that's one thing that I think it makes it harder on me for my own reasons because I want Steven to be able to have that too. And, you know, he sacrificed a lot and he works so hard to make sure that we have the life that we have. And, you know, it just kind of sucks that he doesn't get to share in on all, all of that. So, like, there are parts that are hard, but, you know, the other parts we really can take with a grain of salt because thank God for technology. We can FaceTime. We can send pictures. We can text. We can call. We can do multiple FaceTimes. We can do multiple calls at the same time. Communication is key. And it becomes even stronger when you move out of state. And if it weren't for the modern age in which we live and all of the technological advancements and things that we have, moving away from me personally would be nearly impossible. Because even though I don't get to see them physically or, you know, get to touch them and hug them and, you know, just be with them, I can still be part of things. And Steven can still be part of things. You know, we can video chat, all that stuff. So... I think that we're making it work, and I think that this is definitely becoming the new normal for my family, but it's very hard coming from my trip and knowing I'm not going to see my parents until May when they're here for their wedding anniversary. I won't see my sister Savannah and her boyfriend till they make their trip down here, and I don't know when I'll see Emily and her baby and her husband again. You know, they have a newborn, they can't travel, so it'll either be by the time I can make it up there or by the time that he's old enough and they're ready to take a road trip. So it's hard, but like I said, I think we're just making it work. Um, Someone asked, how did you feel about moving before, during, after? And I've already kind of touched a little bit on that, but I think during the move itself, like literally during the drive down here, I had a lot of mixed emotions. There would be times where I was crying But then there are times where I was dancing in the music and I was happy and optimistic. And I think overall, more than anything, that I have been happy. And I think that it's been a good experience and I haven't regretted any of it. The only thing, I wouldn't even call it regret, but like I said, I mean, being away from my family and having to miss out on those events is hard. I wouldn't say that it's a regret, but I definitely wish that, you know, I had that luxury of driving two hours from West Lafayette up to South Bend to be part of those things. Um, And someone asked me, would you do it by yourself? And for me personally, that's kind of a hard question. But my advice and my recommendation would be to follow your fucking arrow. If your compass is dead set on going somewhere, you need to follow it because you don't just feel like that for no reason. Like, it is happening for a reason. If you're having those thoughts, if you're already making those plans... It's happening for a reason and there's something greater that's calling to wherever it is that you want to go. And I was saying earlier how I couldn't even explain why, you know, I felt compelled to say Texas was an option for me, but maybe not as necessarily willing to go to Colorado. Like, 
it just there was just something about it and something about it felt calm and it felt comforting so I think that if I were single and I were feeling unfulfilled or like I was wanting something more that maybe I would start out by moving a couple of hours away or a short drive maybe like four to six hours away somewhere where if I get into trouble if I need help if I'm just missing home I am within a reasonable distance. So think like the Tennessee area because I definitely think I can do that. But I don't think personally that I would be able to move 17 hours away by myself. I do want to say that I'm thankful for social media because I met somebody, her name is Celine, and I met her back in November before Thanksgiving. And it is just so meant to be. The universe does exactly what it needs to do when you need it. But it turns out when we moved here, she asked where we were living and I gave her the address when she asked. And her old apartment complex literally is across the street from us. I pull out of our entrance and I see her apartment. She's not living there currently. She's been living her gypsy life and traveling all around since November, but she's coming back to the area And I finally get to meet her after like four months of talking on social media. So it's not impossible to make friends and it's not impossible to find a new routine if you do decide to up and leave. You just have to put in a little bit of extra work because you can't rely on the person that you met back in fifth grade that's suddenly resurfaced in your Facebook suggested friends or anything like that. Like you have to physically go out and do things. And like this Sunday, we're going to church with a friend that Stephen met. He decided to drive Lyft for one night when we got here. And he met this guy and he has a small family. He's very nice. He's a little bit older than us, but we got invited to church. So that just opens another door. Like you just have to be willing to say yes to the opportunity and do it. You have to follow through with yourself if that is something that you want to do. And if there's anything that I can express to you, it's just to not have any second thoughts and don't have any regrets about it. If you want to go, then go. If you have someone that's continuously bailing on you on your lifelong plans or your month-long plans of moving, then let them bail on you because it's not meant to be. That is just losing one more thing in your life that's pushing you toward exactly what you need. And I think that that's the best gift that we can give ourselves in this life is to go after what we want. Go exactly where our heart and our gut is pulling us. Know the difference between the positives and the negatives, but never, ever be unwilling to say yes. Because even if you're scared, you can still jump and you can still experience the best thing of your entire life. So there's one more question I want to address before I wrap this episode up. And that is how's Texas. And I get asked this weekly, almost daily. I get asked by people that are thinking about moving here, people that are just genuinely curious. And Texas is so much more than I imagined it would be. Neither Stephen or myself ever thought that Texas had anything to offer. And when we first thought about it, we were like, well, what the fuck is in Texas? Like, what are we going to do there? And it has blown me away. I've told you about the things that we're surrounded by. But even more than that, like Stephen and I, you know, we've been together for almost four years. So talking about our kids getting married, stuff like that is it's on the horizon and it's normal for us. And one of the things that we think about a lot is the things that our kids can do here. There are so many things like down the road from us there. I can't remember. It's like an action sports park. Can't remember the name of it. But if you've ever watched Never Back Down, 
it's kind of like that, but they have dirt bike track there as well as like the wakeboarding and all of that kind of stuff. So it's this giant complex where every week all we can hear are the dirt bikes going on the weekends. Like we just think how fucking fun would it be to be able to take our kids to go do stuff like that or go to the museums and stuff that are 40 minutes away instead of having to drive two and a half hours to Chicago. You know, there are just so many amazing things here for us to be able to lay our roots down and, you know, really start our strong foundation here. And it has blown me away. Every single day I wake up so thankful that it's warm outside, that I can breathe comfortably, that my allergies aren't completely destroying my life. And Steven's happy. He loves his office. He's loving his job. He's already doing so well. And like, there's just so much opportunity that's down here, even if it is just achieving a happier state of mind. And sometimes I feel like that is absolutely imperative, is getting out of your physical state. And I see that a lot. If you're ever caught up in your head, the best way to get out of it is to move your mental state by like dancing, getting active, you know, running in place, whatever it is, just like getting up and active to get out of your head. And if you are unhappy in your life, if you are unfulfilled in your life and you're caught up in the melodrama of the day-to-day grind and you're tired of people around you feeling unmotivated, don't just physically get active to get out of your head. Physically move yourself. And, you know, like my advice for the person who asked if I would do it by myself, even just physically moving two hours away, like creating that distance between you and what no longer serves you well will do do you so much more good than I think you probably even realize. And I'm saying that because I'm speaking from personal experience. Like, there are so many things in South Bend that I felt were limiting me. And now that I'm here, I finally gained the courage to have my podcast and to, you know, be consistent and to do something that I want to do without fear of other people judging me. And I think that's a lot of the mentality in South Bend is that, you know, people want to do things, but they don't get support from anybody because it's easy to support celebrities. But, you know, it's hard to see people that you envy doing something more than you are or to be achieving something that you, quote unquote, wish you could have. And I just want you guys to realize that you can have what you want. You just have to be willing to put in that extra work and make it happen. And sometimes that extra work means making sacrifices. It means missing people and missing out on things that you want to be a part of. But we cannot have everything that we want. We really can't. But we can work toward a state of happiness and a state of grounded daily life where we have the things that we need, the things that are fulfilling, the things that are necessary And then we can make everything else work. So I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter, but I did a poll on Instagram. It was like a 50-50 draw between a shorter or a longer episode. So I'm going to do my best to kind of creatively give everybody a little bit of what they want. But if you are having hesitations about moving, if you're having thoughts about moving, if you're in the process of moving, all I can say is keep packing and don't look back. Keep planning, keep packing, keep executing, keep crossing those things off your lists and do not stop because I promise no matter what struggle you have to go through to get there, when you get there, the details that you have to hash out, I promise all of it will be worth it and you will be way happier and way more fulfilled 
than you have ever imagined yourself to be. And once that happens, the ripple effect comes in and it just keeps on getting better. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and I will catch you guys next time. I love you and thank you so much for listening.